Would you agree that he saved the world by not doing whatever it takes according to the people of the world's view? Hi, I'm James and welcome to this Perceptive Reader's Moment. Today is Sunday, March 27th. Who is that man that I'm talking about who saved the world by not doing whatever it takes according to the world's standards. Well, that was Jesus who went through his life course as a perfect man with God's Holy Spirit and anointed as the Christ, you see, to actually save the world by following God's laws and principles. And he set up the Christian congregation, which many the world over all know about and if they don't know about it, they are quickly told about that name, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yes. Now, with that being the thought in mind, today there are still philosophies and ways to actually traverse the world to become successful. They have some, what I would call often, anecdotal life advice. So think about this, that... The advice that are life stories of what some persons have done. I've used examples of uh, even Stan Lee, where he talked about how Spider-Man came across, you know, a lot of good information uh, is in there. You would agree. And there's other types of information for occupations, whether it's professional businessmen, um, accountants, farmers, uh, uh, families. Everything, all sorts of things that go according even the culture. So there's a lot, you see, that may be involved with, okay, this is what you do uh, to be successful in this way. Now, some of this same anecdotal advice, you see, uh, if it was told to Jesus, like let's say if you went and told Jesus and asked him about this or that, then the response may be, what you may not have expected, or maybe you didn't know what to expect. So what if Jesus told you something about a piece of anecdotal life advice, you see, uh, that did not go along with, hey, so-and-so did this over here and did just fine, or this and that, you know, we could go on and on. So you have to ask yourself, not only how you feel about what Jesus uh, have just told you, or in what you would do about it maybe in the future. Well, if you want to know what some of the statements Jesus would make, they are clearly in the book of Matthew, very clear. It would leave you with no room for doubt. However, there are certain circumstances uh, that we actually uh, have today, uh, certain experiences that you still have not even read about in God's word. Now, there are some principles, yes, and you'll see how the principle apply, but make no mistake about it. It's good that even though that book is thick and has everything that we need, that God still then put every little minute thing in there uh, for us, you see, because then it gives us the opportunity to see how we apply the good words, the good counsel that he has given us even for our conscience. For example, as a parent, as a parent, it goes without saying, you love your children daily. 
I mean, uh, <laughs> you really love your children. <laughs> yes. I say daily. Well, you do love them daily. But the, you love them very much. Now, with that being in mind, uh, let's say your child gets sick. And you take your child, you see, that's physically sick. You take the child to a doctor, do you not? And you want the doctor to heal your child. Same thing for you. You get sick. You will go to the doctor to get this ailment or this physical problem help with, right? Yes, you will. How about spiritual help then? You go to a clergy or laity class or just one person who, you know, has that title of this uh, position of a spiritual, you see, a teacher or enlightened one or what have you. And when you go to this person, what are you asking? You're asking for a spiritual understanding, spiritual knowledge or even spiritual help that may deal with you again. Strictly just on a conscious and emotional uh, level. You see, uh, your friendship with God and things of that nature, your relations with people, you see. So you'll go there for even the spiritual help. Now, with both of these scenarios in mind, what if you were to go to the doctor for medical help? You see, medical, physical, uh, carnal help with your body, you see. What if all of a sudden the doctor uh, stopped treating you because they wanted you to decide what party for this agency or party for that agency, you see, uh, politically speaking, uh, you were voting for. And if they didn't like the party that you were voting for or just chose to keep it to yourself, you see, mind your own business, I guarantee the thought that will most likely go through the majority of your parents' mind or your mind or you see is be, look, I came for physical help, not to hear your opinion on who I should vote for. You see, and would you say that any person who would use their position in such a way of to not give the needed help for you see to you physically in that way, wouldn't that call some some serious questions into mind that someone who will put your life in that type of situation where it pertains to just a conscious decision on what party you're interested in or not interested in. Same thing in spiritual matters. You see, when Jesus told his disciples to go about preaching, he gave instruction to preach, teach, and heal people. You see, that job did not change. That was all part of the spiritual, you see, healing of the nations. It was all part of it, along with Jesus' ransom sacrifice. He wanted people to understand, you see, what God's kingdom would do. Do you agree with that? Well, I assure you, you will see that in the book of Matthew. So once again, since Jesus is the king of God's kingdom and of the Christian congregation, remember, he kept his distance, 
you see, from making decisions that crossed over into conscious and political decisions. That's why one time when the corn was held up, you see, when they were trying to see if uh, if Jesus would, you know, be okay with paying taxes or not. He said, you know, pay back Caesar's things to Caesar and God's things to God. See, so he kept that separated. He wasn't going to cross over to that area of the tax, you see, area. And he certainly, you see, have made clear that spiritual matters, <laughs> that still belong totally to God. So how would you again, as a parent or an adult, feel that you go to one of these persons and you already understand that Different people got different opinions. Uh, even when they say my truth, you've seen examples of persons who had their truth. And yet there was a lot of inadequate, you know, inaccuracies, even about the state of God and his love. So you want to go to a source where you're going to get the facts. You're not you, you realize that, hey, Jesus kept this separate. But then again, what if? Certain communication and services was held back from you once more because this person was more interested in a taking of sides of this one party or that party. Once again, when the thought at least crossed your mind, if you don't say it out loud, I came to you for spiritual help, you see. Not to talk more about a separation in this way or that way. I'm talking for spiritual help. So these are just some thoughts for you to keep in mind. This was the Perceptive Readers. You have a very wonderful, wonderful day.